Welcome to the conference room with this week's guest, Michelle Kuei. I think it's really, really important for people to really sit down and hone in on their unique talent. We forget when we look at all these competitive marketing, right? There's so many things, so many people doing the same thing that we do. Welcome to The Conference Room, a weekly podcast where business leaders and growth experts kindly share their experiences, actionable tips, and secrets to successfully grow a business. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help us out. And I really hope you enjoy this week's episode. I'm Simon Lader. Welcome to The Conference Room. Good afternoon and welcome to the conference room. I'm joined by Michelle Kuei. She's an international speaker, certified visibility coach, content marketing strategist, and author. She was born in Taiwan, grew up in New York, and today lives in Los Angeles with a short-haired orange tabby cat named Toby. In her book, Perfectly Normal, An Immigrant Story of Making It in America, Michelle shares her stories of love, courage, and connection, to empower her audience to let go of the inner critic so they can make more of a significant impact. As the founder of Elevate Life Coaching, Michelle mentors entrepreneurs to use the power of storytelling as their secret source in attracting clients and turning their passion for coaching into a more profitable business. And I'm delighted to say that she's found time in her incredibly busy schedule to join us here in the conference room. Michelle Kuwait, good afternoon, and welcome to the conference room. Good morning, Simon. It's a pleasure to be here from a sunny state of California. I can feel your energy already. This is going to be a great conversation. Fantastic. So every hero has an origin story, and you're the hero of our story. So tell me, how did an immigrant coming and making it in America develop and become the founder of Elevate Life Coaching? I would say it's a lot of embarrassing moments. <laughs> well, number one, starting with, I didn't speak English at all. So the fact that I'm sitting here and conversing in English, I still carry a little bit of Chinglish accent in there, if you are able to catch it. But I think there's a lot of embarrassing moment where I couldn't express who I am, how I want to get things, and even going and going in to order a meal. That was like my biggest challenge. Like people to ask me, what is your biggest challenge in life? ordering a KFC meal. Wow. <laughs> I get that quite a lot with my accent as well. I find it very hard living here in America with this accent. Yeah, I think <laughs> accent is it's something that makes people feel very conscious about. It's that self-image. It's about that first impression we want to show up, especially in a meeting, in an official meeting or business meeting. You want to show up in the way that it feels authentic, feel powerful, feel credible, but at the same time, there's that inner voice that goes, well, you're not pronouncing it correctly. People can hear you. People can hear that lack of confidence. So I think just having the conversation itself, it triggers a lot of that inner critic that we talked about earlier. And I think throughout my whole journey in life and also in business, one of my biggest struggle is not being able to express myself in the way that my message will come across. So do you feel, I'm going to say this in a moment, but but do you feel that inner criticism was something that formed you as, as a person and, they, and having overcome or tackled that challenge 
what played a pivotal part on how you help your clients now? I think a lot of that inner critic is about acknowledging it and also embracing it. It's not going to separate from me. Throughout my whole life journey and in business and in life as well, there's always that moment that inner critics start to come up when there's a challenge. And you talked about the hero's journey. So we're all familiar with that hero's journey, right? Hero got a calling and we answered that calling. But just because you answered a calling doesn't mean that, you know, the rest of the road is pretty a smooth road to travel on. So that inner critic will come back to you over and over. So I don't believe that we actually overcome it. Mm. I believe that we get so comfortable with it. It starts to become, we start to have a partnership in doing things. And so there's things that's really risky for me to take. My inner critic will show up. Are you sure about this? This is going to have a big risk. You might lose everything. But there's, on the other hand, there's a, the angel that's sitting on my other, other side of the shoulder saying, well, you should give it a try. This is a great opportunity to just put yourself out there and see what happened. So inner critic is not something that we can get rid of. And the sooner that we realize it, we start to have that confidence in doing and making the right conscious choice that we have. Right. So tell me a little bit about your sort of professional experience that led you to establish Elevate Life Coaching. So just a quick short story. I I am physically disabled and I am four feet four inches tall. So if I were to stand right now, it's the same height as if I were sitting and I walk with crutches. And this is a result of a car accident when I was 11 years old. And ever since then, I've been walking with crutches. I, I look different. I dress differently. And of course, you know, my Chinglish accent, it doesn't help either. So there's that inner and the outer appearance difference that really started to grow in me to make me feel that I don't belong in this place. I don't belong anywhere. I have a degree in doctor of pharmacy. So I actually went all the way through my educational career and I would be someone who considered pretty achieve, pretty, you know, like the light. This is the dream life that anybody would want to dream of. I have a great job, high paying job. I have security. I have, I travel every year, but there's part of me that was never satisfied for what I had. I always felt that something was missing. Something is not right. Something was, I wasn't doing my best and I wasn't showing up as being my best. So that started to change because I, when one person can just not live in that space and not think about what can I do differently. And so that moment of what can I do differently for me happened when I was 40. And I decided, you know what, let me do something that's a little different, out of norm, uncomfortable. So for the first time in my life, I signed up, signed myself up to a gym. <laughs> I know 40 years, never set a foot to the gym. With my two clutches, how am I going to operate the treadmill, right? That was my the first thing that came to my mind. And so I decided to do that differently. I signed up to the gym, hire myself a personal trainer. We start working. And the next thing you know, right now it sounds easy, but it was a long journey. <laughs> so next thing you know, I decided to book myself a ticket, flew myself to Peru, and I hiked through 26 miles of Inca Trail to Machu Picchu with my two crutches, spent four days. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. So you really, so you're someone who definitely pushes yourself outside of your comfort zone. I, there should be no comfort zone because if you are in a comfort zone, you might not recognize you're in the comfort zone because things are just easy for you. Mm. 
And so I think every single day, if you don't set yourself in a comfort zone, if you don't have a zone, then you're always showing up being your best. You're always your true self-leadership. Right. Right. And there's a lot of people who, a lot of business owners, especially, you're looking at leading a group of people. You're looking at how do I be an example to attract my clients into my space? So a lot of it has to do with, do you recognize yourself as the leadership, as someone who continues to push yourself to achieve better? And how do you grow yourself to be better? Right. Absolutely. Okay. So your clients at Elevate Life Coaching, okay, the particularly when we're talking about the power of storytelling that you refer to and the content marketing that we refer to, what typical problems are they experiencing? Okay. And what are the symptoms of those problems? So what are the key kind of pain points that they're experiencing that belie that there's a problem there that you can solve? Well, I think the biggest problem a lot of people are having, especially in the content marketing world, is that they are not putting themselves out there. They're not being vulnerable. They're still in that mindset of the push and pull marketing way of getting client. And getting client to a lot of business owners, it means that you show up and posting on social media and someone is going to click and buy, right? Mm. If you're still having that mindset, is that's the way that you're going to get client, then you're living in the 20s and 30s where you know people are still passing out sales letters door to door and hanging on to your doorknob, right? That's the traditional way of marketing. Now, Moving forward, especially after the pandemic, what business owners need to realize is that marketing had changed and social media had evolved in the way that if you don't talk about your business vision, your, the mission that you have and what brought you here and you don't share that personal touch about your business, what makes you different, then you're really, really falling behind compared to a lot of the new uprising business. And we're talking about you're competing with a large majority of people who see the value of having a personal brand, having a company brand. And if you're not following that trend, then you're really, really struggling to get your word out there in 2023. Right. And what are the key ways that people need to address that? The key way is to actually bring in your personal touch. What makes you stand out that is so different compared to someone else? And one of the exercises I usually work with a business owner is to I sit them down and we talk about the vision and the goal that you have. That is like your step number one that you need to be clear about what business do I have? How do I make it different? And if you think about the most effective marketing is Apple. Apple, that whole image of branding and Steve Jobs walking onto the stage and talking about how they're creating something that's very simple, user-friendly, and that's elegant. And you don't have to spend a like, moment to think about how do I use the phone. And they created this personal branding and a company vision of what I can do differently in this world. And I think business owner, especially whether you're a small business or mid-size, you need to start recognizing the fact that you, as a person, you created a business, but that business has a person behind it. Mm. And so what is your vision? What do you hope to accomplish? What change do you want to make in this world for people that you're serving? You, you have to start talking about that. 
And the way that we talk about it is through storytelling. And how does that happen? So storytelling, it it goes way back, right? In the car, in car young ages, where he talked about the personal archetype or personality archetype. And there's a total of 12 different personality archetypes. And every single brand has a persona, a customer clientele or audience that we want to focus on, we want to target. And based on those 12 archetypes, you can identify and create a, whether you want to be like a real person that you're servicing, or it's an arbitrary character that you imagine, right? You created through your vision. That character has certain degree of language and, and narratives that person is carrying. So let me give you an example. So for me, it's more about entrepreneur who's starting out their business and they have no idea of what to put in their marketing material, how to create that content, like quality content to share with the audience. Right. So the first thing that we do is to identify who is that character? What is that person like? What does that person do? And what are some of the, and they call it the ideal client avatar, right? We hear that all the time, but yeah. it's about being able to narrow down so that your content only speaks to one person. Right. Right. And once we have that character, then that character is going through some type of journey. And I love Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Right, mm -hmm. The hero's journey start with the hero answering a calling and there's a challenge that the hero needs to overcome. So the hero decided to be on that journey. But along the way, you know, there are some obstacles and challenges that the hero needs to address. But hero can't do it alone. Hero can't do it alone. And who is the help? The business owner, right? You as a small business or a mid-sized business, you are the owner, you are the helper, you're the guy who's going to help that hero walking the path to success. And so the, the storytelling comes in because as you're creating content material or as you're creating marketing material, you're speaking specifically about the challenges that a hero has. Right. You're speaking emotionally to exactly what the hero is going through. Right. And so the downfall to that is that a lot of marketers start to poking people, right? Poking, poking, and here's the pain. I know you're struggling with this. I want you to, I want you to sign up right now. And to me, that has changed. That has changed over the last two years as people are seeing collectively we're coming together, we're doing things together. So there's that wholeness or we're doing things together. So if you can start just by creating that powerful image of you as their partners, as someone who's walking the journey with them rather than talking to them, I think you have your content at a really good start because people appreciate a level of authenticity. People appreciate a level of transparency. People appreciate a degree of vulnerability when you're in the marketing world. So how does one construct a story? When we talk about the hero's journey, how does one construct a story where they are the, the guide, where they are the Yoda and they're trying to appeal to someone else in their content marketing, trying to appeal to someone else to put themselves in the position of the hero. Okay. How does one construct a story where someone else, the person that's listening or reading the material 
is putting themselves in the position as the hero. So there's something really different about storytelling is that you don't need to story give us visual, give us imagery. So you don't need to say specifically, oh, this is the story that someone is living through. A lot of it has to do with using analogy, using symbol, using visual, using all other supplemental to speak about a story. And so what I would suggest is to focus on the outcome first, right? What is the transformation you want to provide your business want to provide for someone? Mm -hmm. If that's say you have a business where you're helping people, that's say you're a coach or you're some a consultant and you're helping people to have a more confident, feel more confident about their product they're selling. So that is your outcome. And so you work backwards. The story works backwards where you identify what are some of the pillars or the topics that one person might be struggling in order to get to their confidence, right? So my step one is I'm going to, I don't know, to buy some really just to update my look. When I, mm -hmm. before I go to the interview, I'm going to update my look. That's someone's step number one. And so based on that identified topic or theme, you can start bringing in, let's talk about creating these storyboards right? So someone who doesn't have a lot of confidence, what is going through in that person's mind? What are some of the narrative that's going through that person's mind? Mm -hmm. It could be, I don't feel comfortable in wearing suits. Suits make me feel like really tight. I feel uptight and that makes me feel very nervous. Okay. So that would be your core of the story, the plot of what your hero is experiencing. So you have five elements. You have the hero, which is the character, and then you have the conflict, right? What is the conflict that the hero needs to address? It's the fact that the suits make me feel really tight. Mm -hmm. And then you have the agitation. So what's going through in that person's mind, the self-narrative? What are some of the challenges that person may be facing? Well, he goes to different interviews and there's no, not a single place that would hire him, mm -hmm. right? So that's continuously to be a challenge and at some point, that person is going to realize that, you know what, let me see what help is available out there. So he reached out to your company and there he is. He's landing onto your website. What information would he be able to find? You might be creating content about what, how to build more confidence, how to be more confident on your next job interview. Or you could create something like a video or a podcast, an entrepreneur building more confidence. That person is going to find the information and you can also have offer free offers, right? Download this PDF and you capture them into your email marketing. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes a full circle and you're always staying in front of them because you truly understand what it feels like to be that person who doesn't have a lot of confidence going from interview to interview and not having any success. Right. And so when you start creating, just writing the rough draft, of your first piece, you're going to have a lot of clarity in terms of what type of marketing material that you're going to create. So all your social media posts will be addressing, how do I help this person? What is this person going to need? And where can this person find the information? So you start creating other peripheral marketing materials around the fact that you have a hero who's struggling with lack of confidence, who didn't get any job. Right, right. So all of you, so from what you've, first of all, that was incredible, by the way. So what you're basically kind of talking about is using the concept of, not using the concept of storytelling, but using that as the blueprint where because you've determined who the hero is and the hero 
isn't you. It's the people you're trying to help. They're the hero. Okay. And then all of the content you're providing is talking about maybe who the hero is, what their challenges are, and fundamentally how you as the guide can help them. So they are Frodo and you're Gandalf, you know, they're <laughs> Luke and you're Yoda, you know. So, you know, all the way through. That the wow, that's incredible. It's so interesting because a lot of times when people talk about the hero's journey, I think the the mistake a lot of people make is they put themselves in the position of the hero. Where in fact, as you've said, it's really not them. It's who they're trying to help. You make them the hero. Yeah, and I think it's very important to distinguish between when you're sharing a personal story, and I think this is where the confusion comes in, right? Am I allowed to share my personal story? Yeah, you are absolutely encouraged to share your personal story, but your personal story need to have lead to a a endpoint, and it's not about you so much. It's about how other people see them through your story, right? So effectively, the way Yoda became Yoda was going through all of the challenges that he learned, sorry, that he went through, so that he could learn to then help the next hero. So it's okay you exp- explaining how you became who you are, but purely as a lead-in to how your potential clients can benefit from your experience yeah. and how that's going to help them. Yeah, it's about inspiring people into action. Like your story should serve a purpose of inspiring someone else to see themselves in your stories that will lead them to take an action. And and I do this so often, like on my Facebook page, I always share something. I share about my Machu Picchu trip, but through my Machu Picchu trip, what people see is not just about me, but it's more about them conquering something that they're afraid of. Right. Going out and having the courage to do something, taking a step just to climb the mountain or just get over a hurdle. And so what they see is not about me. What they see and hear and feel is about them. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. Wow. Okay. That's that, that's amazing. Okay. So what are your three tips for success if someone really wants to make the mark in content marketing and through storytelling? I think it's really, really important for people to really sit down and hone in on their unique talent. We forget when we look at all these competitive marketing, right? There's so many things, so many people doing the same thing that we do. But what makes you different and what makes people want to buy from you, it's your superpower. So I think really very, very importantly, number one is to hone in your superpower. And number two is to be open, embracing the change and welcome the change that's happening. And through the last two years that we have gone through, there's a lot of changes. So be open-minded and be open-armed. So if you had a brick and mortar business in the past, now would be a perfect time to start to explore and opening up to like the virtual world. What can you do to take a space, take up the space and have your voice in the virtual remote marketing world? And the last piece would be the persistencies. And I think this is where people fall short because they know they're good at doing something. They're open to opportunity, but when they don't have that tenacity of keep moving forward, it falls short. So if I were to sum up the three tips, it would be HOP, H-O-P, 
honing in on your opportunity, honing in your superpower, open and embracing yourself to the change that you're experiencing. And then lastly, will be the persistency that you need. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. And what's next for you and for the business? Well, the next thing for me in my business is I'm actually doing a three-day live masterclass, which is happening in January. So it's really for women entrepreneurs who want to grow and open up and expand and scale their business. So that's going to happen. And I'm always open to speak. I love speaking. As you can probably tell, I'm a chatterbox. Once you open my chatter, <laughs> there's no stop. So I love talking. I love speaking. So I am planning to travel a little bit to do more speaking engagement. Okay, fantastic. And if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way is to go to my website, elevatelifecoaching.org. That's the best place to find me. Okay, and I'll make sure we have links to that on the show notes below. Michelle, this was just such a delight talking to you. I've learned so much about storytelling, what you talked about in terms of the hero's journey and how that can better inform content marketing. And I just think your own story is so inspiring. And from one immigrant to another, there's certainly elements of it that definitely resonated with me as well. So El Kui, thank you so much for coming thank onto the you. conference room. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Time just flew by. <laughs> Coming up next week on The Conference Room, I'll be talking to the CEO of software vendor JobTrain, Chris Keeling. Trying to win your first clients is a real challenge. We were fortunate in that we were able to piggyback on the Tobias relationships to get a foot in the door of the clients I mentioned. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And make sure you visit our website, theconferenceroompodcast.com to see all the other episodes and to get access to the show notes and resources mentioned in this episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with your network or better still, go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast platform and leave us a five-star review. It'll only take you a moment, but it'll mean the world to us. And please don't hesitate to tell us which topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. To get in touch, drop us a line in the comments section or send us a message on social media. Just search for The Conference Room Podcast or me, Simon Lader, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or TikTok. I'm always open to a conversation. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you'll be alerted when a new episode goes live every week. Thanks so much for listening to The Conference Room, and until next time, keep talking.